Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Doing it all with the man himself, the one, the only, Brady Quinn. Well, we're going to have a little fun today on this Friday, but uh, we got some serious stuff to talk about, man. There is a, a lot going on, a lot changing in the world of college sports. In fact, I think we're getting to a point where I don't even know if we can call it uh, amateur sports anymore. Uh, that's that's how much this is changing. That's how fast this is changing because starting July 1st, Jonas, we're going to be looking at thousands upon thousands, if not millions upon millions of dollars yeah. being paid out. Uh, to college student athletes who are currently on, you know, teams, men's and women's, you know, are, they're, they're included in this as well. Uh, being able to profit off their name, image, and likeness, but also even kids coming out of high school now. It, the world's going to look a lot different as far as recruiting goes and everything else uh, over the next five years with the amount of changes that are occurring right now. So um, I, for people that have never been to the South, all right, I, I, had, I had an opportunity to work and live in the South, and it actually made me fall back in love with college football because out here on the West Coast in Southern California, college football was a big deal for a time when USC was making those runs and all that. But the USC-UCLA rivalry isn't, isn't what it is in other parts of the country. And so one of the things that, that I noticed right off the bat when I was living in the South, college football is everything. I mean, you, you go to 
to a, a place and they've got their flags up, whether whatever their university is of choice, and whether it's the SEC or it's the ACC, college football is king in the South. They love it. It's just a different level out there. It's a different amount of caring. Uh, it, it means more to people. It's passed down from generation to generation. And because of that, SEC country likes to let the rest of the country know that they are the dominant force in college football. And if you are one of those people who are sick and tired of the SEC having, quote unquote, all the advantages and getting all the preferential treatment and getting all of that, uh, well, uh, we've got some awful news for you, Brady Quinn, uh, because SEC country, uh, another state in SEC country has been added to name, image and likeness. Uh, step right up, Kentucky, who now <laughs> will also benefit uh, like other SEC schools and ACC schools uh, in being able to. Uh, uh, provide something that other places around the country cannot. Yeah, usually when you hear of an executive order, like the news is talking about it in regards to the president, uh, that's not the case with this. This is a governor. Uh, the governor of Kentucky put in an executive order to allow, starting July 1st, the state of Kentucky to uh, have amateur athletes or college student athletes profit off their name, image, and likeness. So they join Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida. Uh, as you noted, um, you know, five of the, the seven states right now that have name, image, and likeness legislation up and starting July 1st. And, and, and so here's what's happening, all right? The NCAA, because of a court ruling most recently with the Supreme Court, uh, 9-0, by the way, a unanimous decision, uh, Justice Kavanaugh in particular said, look, like you cannot continue to keep doing business this way and not allowing student athletes to profit off their name, image, and likeness. It's unfair. In no other industry could you operate the way you have. That has to change. What that did was it, it opened up then uh, basically um, the NCAA to lawsuits and antitrust lawsuits to be specific. And so not to get into the weeds with all of this, but what the NCAA has done to essentially avoid any lawsuits in the time being is they've gotten rid of their restrictions on athletes profiting off their name, image, and likeness for the time being because until there's federal law that allows everyone at the same time and has the same kind of rules and regulations to be able to implement this, it's only going state by state or school by school, which is part of the language. So as of right now, as we look at it, uh, starting July 1st, that's when you're going to start to see a difference in the way certain uh, schools are able to recruit in those given states. You know, if, if you're, you know, if you're in Lexington, Kentucky or Tuscaloosa, the billboards might look a little bit different. You might even have local advertisement <laughs> that, that look a little bit different oh, with some of those college athletes on it, yes. which leads me to this. Like one of the other biggest things that happened yesterday was a federal judge refused to d dismiss a case that may allow student athletes to receive compensation for their name, image, and likeness from TV revenue. So, like, this is so big. If student-athletes could figure out a way of capitalizing off of what these Power Five conferences are generating with their individual, um, you know, deals with, with different broadcast partners, that's where this whole thing starts to make every athletic department crumble and kind of shiver. Because if the student-athletes get a piece of that pie, it changes everything now you've got student athletic departments that really by by in most cases aren't profitable they don't make any money yeah you know women's sports most men's sports besides football don't make any money 
So they need that TV revenue in order to provide scholarships for all the other sports they have at the school. You know, all the other, you know, tuition, everything else that, you, you, you know, you typically think about, that goes to the operations of the school. The ticket sales, all the other stuff, that goes right back into continuing to support the other sports that don't drive any, you know, any revenue whatsoever. So if the players get a piece of that, that means no more big paydays for coaches, most likely, unless you've got a, a donor who's willing to write the check to support or pay for that coach. So you, you might see coaches' salaries go down. You're definitely going to see some schools cut back some sports. Now, they'll have to have an even number because of Title IX, right, which is legislation that forces both men's and women's sports to have an equal amount of scholarships. But you're going to see those sports go away. They'll go into club sports. And so there'll be less opportunities, I think, for men and women outside of the, the, the football and probably basketball arenas. So it is going to change the landscape of everything that we've known as college sports moving forward. And i got to be honest with you, Jonas, I don't know how fans and people will take it. Maybe they don't care. Maybe some of them do care. You know, maybe there's people out there who are a little more passionate about this and wanting things to stay more of an amateur sport. And they look at it and they say, look, they're getting a free education. That's better than I got. You know, yeah. you know, all this other money that they're getting right now, why should they be privy to that? Or why should a kid who doesn't even play be privy to get money just because, you know, he's on TV for a special teams play? There's going to be a lot of people who have some of those questions. Um, I, so one of the, one of the things that, that I do think is fair to, to point out, and, and I think that is the go-to for a lot of people who say, well, you know, I mean, what about the education they're getting? That's what, you know, because depending on where you go, what is it? 30 to $60,000 a year in some places, depending on, on the university you go to Maybe 70, um, depends yeah. where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the reason I bring that up is because my wife's uncle uh so her cousin ended up getting a scholarship not for sports or anything like that but she was a great student and busted her ass and worked really really hard and got a full scholarship to go to college and when when her dad found out about it my my wife's uncle he wept and it was yeah he's proud of his daughter but also that financial relief that they right. were just provided for the next four or five years is a game changer for the rest of the family. Like that's thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year that they're not having to worry about now because she worked so hard to get that scholarship. So it's not to dismiss the value of the scholarship. And, and I know you've been on that because you went to Notre Dame, man. You you took you take that seriously. You're you're still going to school trying to get your your whatever it is the MIB and, the and, yeah what that and, thing. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're close. That too. Close, that yeah. too. Listen, you know that too. Also that. But the point being, in all seriousness, there. It's not like people are dismissing the value that comes with that education. But when you see all the money that's being made off these TV contracts, my God, man! I mean, billions of dollars are out there, millions of dollars, and you see what the coaches are making. You know, I don't think it's the most unreasonable thing to ask if you're a student athlete to say, hey, I, you know, I, I love that I'm getting a scholarship and the opportunity to play here. Can I also get a cut on that as well, too? And, I, and, I, and, if, and I'm wondering how that's going to land with some people who still hold on to that education first uh, opinion based on their own personal feelings and maybe their own struggles financially with it. So I think as a former student athlete, this is how I'd look at it. And, and there's always people who will come at me and be like, well, you didn't grow up in a tough background or struggle. I'm like, no, you, you don't know my story. You, a, you don't know that that's point. the case. 
Like, I came from a blue class, you know, blue collar working middle class family. We went through our financial struggles too. I almost left school early to go to the NFL to help out with that. So pump the brakes before you start acting like I don't have any sort of perspective as to what it's like to struggle financially and have to make potentially that decision. I worked throughout my time at Notre Dame and had a job on the side to be able to make some extra money to have in my pocket so I didn't have to be an additional burden on my parents to send me money. So, so my perspective is, is very different because I was able to accept a scholarship and, and be able to um, you know, benefit off of that. But at the same time, I can still recognize that to, to a degree, there is an issue with right now players or student athletes not being able to take advantage of their name, image, and likeliness. I'm all for it. I just think you need to do a few things. For starters, you need to be able to put that money into a fund where they can't touch till after they graduate or after they give up their, their amateur status and turn pro. So even if they don't graduate, if they're three years removed from high school, for example, they can go on to the NFL, then allow them once they leave the school to access those funds. I just don't know if it's a good idea to be giving kids thousands of dollars at, at that age. I, I think, you know, 18 to 22 and correct me if I'm wrong, you tend to make some dumb decisions. And that's not <laughs> saying that you don't after 22, uh, but usually in college, they're not as bad of decisions because you don't have a ton of money to be able to make you know, too big of an issue or too, too big of a, a bad decision. So I would, I would want to put that funds for them to access at a later date, allow it to grow, allow it to build up, and they'll have a little better nest egg once they're able to access those funds. The, the, the second thing is, is I, there has to be oversight. You know, this thing could run rampant. It could run wild. We talked about earlier in the week the issue with agents being able to get their, their hooks in on some of these kids coming out of high school, basically giving them marketing monies and then having them transition to, to representing them once they go to the NFL for, for football, for on the field, but already having paid them, already have them basically be giving them monies, right, be giving them loans and having them have to owe these agents once they get in the NFL. A lot of these kids, Jonas, don't realize when, when they'll leave college, these agencies will sign them and they'll give them this bonus for marketing money. But that hasn't been earned yet. So what, what is it? It's an advance. And, and what usually happens is you play interest on that. And, and these kids aren't aware of that. The parents probably aren't aware of that. And so they end up having to pay back that amount of money plus interest. And it's just it, it's not a good cycle to get into because if, if the playing deal doesn't work out, they, they can end up owing their agent a ton of money when it's all said and done. So I'd love to see some oversight, some sort of restrictions or rules, at least on how all this stuff is going down and maybe some restrictions with agents and you know, not having such a conflict of interest and in how they can get involved. But it is a different day and age in college sports. It, it'll, it'll forever be changed as we head into this year and moving forward. It's not going to look the same. It's not going to feel the same. But athletes are utilizing the platform they have finally to take back some of the power. I'm just curious to see how far this is going to go. Yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting to watch. And again, you, as you mentioned, July 1st is a, is a big day when it comes to all that. And so we are now what le- less than a week away uh, from uh, from that stuff changing in, in and around the world of college sports. Uh, he's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the Coverage here, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up next, uh, you talk about a jack of all trades. There's nothing this man can't do. And if you think we're wrong, we are going live to one of the wildest places in all of professional professional sports right now and we're taking you there next year on fsr this this is outkick the coverage
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Hymns Sex Chews and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hymns has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly 
O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. The NFL with a uh, with an interesting or curious announcement. All right, so uh, they're going to try and sell this as one thing. We're on to them. We're going to call them out for what it really is. Uh, that coming up here at about ten minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. But right now he is kind enough to join us here on Fox Sports Radio. Last week he received rave reviews for speaking full Italian here on the air, previewing the Italian national team and their pursuit for a Euro Cup championship in soccer. Uh, so when you think of the great Italian soccer names, you can think of anybody from Fabio Cannavaro, uh, Gianluigi Buffon, Andrea Pirlo. Wow. I mean, Roberto Baggio. In-depth Italian soccer I mean, knowledge right here. Uh, Maldini, uh, the, 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 the snarling dog, uh, Gattuso, all the greats, all those great Italian soccer. Are you reading soccer. off like a Wikipedia? No, listen, I know my Italian soccer. But all of them are in second place right now to the great Jean-Paul Morosi, who joins us here on Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. JP, if I knew Italian, I'd say what's up. But I don't, so take it away. (laughs) Buongiorno, mio caro amico. Un grande piacere di parlare con voi. And and Jonas and Brady, what did we say last time, my friends? The Azzurri, la squadra più brava in el Copo de Europeo. We said they were the most impressive team. And I'm telling you, Brady, it's going to be a big celebration in your in-laws' house, my friend. I, I, think, I think this is our year. This is our year. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm not going to dispute that by any means. Um, but, JP, we've got to ask you, because obviously Montreal, they, they punched their ticket to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, I, I want to I get your kind of take on just their kind of miraculous run. What has it been since 1993? Uh, what was yeah. the last time they made an appearance? Take me through just kind of that series, but also as you're heading to the Stanley Cup Finals, give me their chances, too, of taking this thing. Well, Brady, uh, thanks for the question because it, it really, uh, of course, I'm in Montreal right now, and yesterday was surreal. Uh, my gosh, we, we got to the rink at 3 o'clock for an 8 o'clock game, and there were already fans in full uniform, full sweaters, uh, lining the streets of Montreal uh, that early. This was a civic holiday yesterday, uh, the, the, the Fete of Saint-Jean-Baptiste, which is a big a big Quebecois uh, celebration and tremendously proud of their heritage and so it became a, a, a real celebration as, as as you point out the Habs get to the playoffs or get to the cup final for the first time since 1993 and they've done it without uh, a superstar score at least uh, well, Cole Caulfield's becoming one uh, and now they've got a superstar in net in Carey Price just like they had back in the day with Ken Dryden and Patrick Waugh I mean it, it feels for the locals here, they keep saying it feels like 1993, and it's because it's a it's a collective group. They've got some gritty veterans like uh, Corey Perry, who's really led the way a lot, and Eric Stahl, and of course their captain Shea Weber, and then this young group where in Game Five they had a goal from all three of their youngest 
players, including Cole Caulfield, who is J.J. Watt's favorite hockey player. So there's, just, there's a lot of really cool storylines happening right now. And Cole Caulfield, 20 years of age, guys. He was playing in the Big Ten uh, when this season began back in November, and now he is uh, scoring huge goals, including one yesterday for Le Habitant to get them to the Stanley Cup final. So it, it is a, it's a storyline that's awesome on so many levels, and, and they're feeling like no matter who wins tonight, Tampa Bay or the Islanders, they're going to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, you know, John Paul, we also have a, um, you know, a hockey a historian uh, and expert in Eddie Garcia, the great Eddie Garcia with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Eddie, I just want to apologize on behalf of John Paul Morosi for bringing up 1993. You being a diehard Kings fan, he remembers Sorry, what happened. Oh, yeah, oh. just unbelievable. I think I brought that up, so my apologies, Eddie. Yeah, Eddie, yeah, we, we're, Eddie well, we're sorry. Me and Marty McSorley are not like, talking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JP, I got to know, you've been to a lot of championship celebrations. And obviously covering Major League Baseball for as long as you have with MLB Network and Fox and then now with the NHL Network and the great job you're doing there. Where does what you saw last night in Montreal stack up for you in in regards to great celebrations and and franchises getting back to a, a final or a championship for a long, long time? That's an excellent question, Jonas, and I would tell you that the last time I felt like I felt last night was when the Cubs won the pennant in 2016, and I was there to cover that at Wrigley, and that's the last time that I felt like this. And it probably, to be honest, guys, that's, that's probably it. Those two nights are unique in that respect. In terms of just the fan base and the history the this this franchise is uh, Michael Farber, the great uh, writer, a long time for Sports Illustrated, tweeted yesterday that that for for French Canadians, this team is like a spiritual experience, and, and it really it really feels that way when you're at a game there, and the logo and the and the passion of the of the fans there, and the the music, and of course everything uh, being in French in the building, and the great voice of Michel Lacroix, who's there in the uh, in arena voice it's just there's it it does feel like you're watching uh, like like church and hockey all together like it, it's it's a really incredible solemn ceremonial and then yet at times uh, boisterous scene and and it really was that way last night i mean we left the arena like 90 minutes or so after the game was over, maybe two hours and there were still people everywhere everywhere and there was actually and it was so the celebration in the streets around uh, around the arena was so animated and so passionate and there were so many people out there that they actually locked down the arena where we couldn't leave for a while until after the game was over. I mean, they, they basically said, uh, Michelle Lacroix got on the loudspeaker and said, listen, everyone, you can't leave because there are too many people outside. I mean, I, that, I've probably <laughs> never... I've never been at a game like that. I mean, that that is. I've I've seen some great games. I've I've watched Brady play uh, years gone by. You think about great Michigan Notre Dame games. I've never seen that happen. I've never heard that happen before. It was just. It was one of the most amazing moments I've uh, I've been a part of. And and uh, to hear that announcement was something surreal. That the owner of the team, Jeff Molson, got on the loudspeaker and started uh, explaining to everybody what was going on. And they just kept replaying the. They kept replaying the moments in the game and. <laughs> The crowd would cheer again, and they just stayed there for for about an hour after the game was over. It was it was one of the more surreal things I've ever seen. Uh, that sounds incredible. I mean, absolutely incredible. Uh, but JP, we got to transition a little bit here because sure. obviously, as much as we don't want to talk about hockey, we got to talk about some baseball too, and, and yeah. everything over the past week. Because we ta- you just talked about what an amazing experience it was. Uh, now, as Montreal heads into the Stanley Cup, but with baseball, I feel like. 
What's the experience for fans now as we've got umpires who are constantly questioning pitchers and, and they're taking their pants off on the mound, they're taking their pants off all over the field, trying to figure if they're using substance, substances. Where are we at right now with the whole sticky substance in the Major League Baseball? Well, Brady, it's an excellent question. And by the way, I think it was Tuesday night when, when the whole Scherzer thing was, was happening. And, and I, was, uh, I was at the game in Vegas, and I was watching that situation unfold on my, on my screen as I was watching the Stanley Cup playoff game. And I was thinking to myself, he's like two different worlds right now. you got one, uh, one incredible series, and then, like, what is happening to baseball? Like, I, I leave for one week, and everything goes haywire. But uh, I say this. Um, so I think, by and large, and the commissioner has actually said this to the athletic, and I think he's he's right. I mean, for the most part, it has not been a circus. The the Scherzer Girardi thing became a circus. There's no question about it. But you know, Degrom was the first one to be searched, and he was kind of smiling and grinning through the whole thing. Otani was classy as always when he was getting searched. I, I think that, and by the way, I think that Max would have been understanding if if it was just the two searches. It was the bonus one that he got from Girardi that really got him upset. And I think that's that's where the the players obviously aren't wild about it, but I think if if it's done as it was said it will be done in terms of it happening twice a a game for a starter and then on for the for the relievers, I think they'll be okay with that. I really do. But I, I it's now up to everybody else to be somewhat is somewhat respectful of the situation and realize that everybody's getting evaluated here on this. And I think, though, that Zach Britton, Brady, made a really good point this week when he said, if I'm a parent bringing young kids to the park and, and the pitcher keeps getting searched on his way off the mound uh, like, and your, your son or daughter asks, hey, what's what's going on mom or dad like what's what's the story here it, it's sort of it's kind of an odd thing to have to talk about it's an it's an odd <laughs> look for the game right it's like well it is. well everybody's worried about cheating and it's, it's like oh, okay and then the kid thinks about like wow like are there cheaters in baseball it's just yeah. it's 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 not the way that eventually the game should be presented now do we hope that and and again to the commissioner's credit the desired effect has been there. Batting averages are going up, on-base percentage is going up, run scoring is going up. It's a lot of the things that they tried to happen, to have happen, are happening. So, like, good on them for that. But we have to get to a spot where it does not become a, a, a mockery of the game, which, again, in isolated moments, it's been very rare that that's been the case. We just have to get to a spot where where the, the seven, eight, nine-year-olds in the ballpark what they see on the field is what we all hope they see to help them fall in love with the game. That has to be still the most important consideration. Uh, John Palmarosi joining us here on Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio, MLB Insider, MLB NHL Network, also Italian Soccer Insider, as dubbed here uh, by Brady and I. Uh, he's uh, joining us live from Montreal, uh, where the uh, Canadians are on to the Stanley Cup final. Last one from me, JP, before we let you go. Um, we see Gary Bettman. He goes to these Stanley Cup celebrations on the ice and he gets booed. And I think a lot of that is whether the lockout and, and stuff like that. Roger Goodell, there are still fans who still hold a grudge against him when it comes to how he handled, you know, sort of player punishment and things like that. 
Is Rob Manfred ever going to get out of the criticism that he's been receiving from how he handled the Astro scandal? Like, is that ever going to change? Because it feels like every time baseball does something, people immediately go to, oh, what do you know? Rob Manfred butchered this one again. Like, is this ever going to change or is this just what he is going to be viewed as after his career is all said and done as commissioner of baseball? I, I think over time it becomes less and less of of part of your legacy. I really believe that. And and while there are tremendous amounts of fans that don't like the way the Astros uh, discipline was handled, there are some there's probably a, a relative minority that are okay with it and or those that would just forget about it in due time. I mean obviously it is a huge deal for Yankee and Dodger fans. And it just so happens that those are the two franchises probably with the most fans in the country and that and that you're going to hear a lot from them about it. So I, I, I do think that, that it was sort of lined up just based on those two franchises for it to be a big story. And it's still a big story. You're right. But this is where I would say if Rob Manfred can find a way to negotiate this next CBA and do so in a way that keeps labor peace, I really think, you know, obviously, again, it's a huge deal for the Astros, for the Yankees, and the Dodgers. For those three franchises, that, is, that story is still very present of mine. But for the other 27, I, I think those fans say, listen, we've been through everything that we've been through over the last 15 months. I would like to be able to go to opening day with a full crowd next year. And obviously, the full crowds are back basically everywhere already uh, now. And so I, I really think if you're able to get the CBA negotiated and, and lower the temperature on the rancor between MLB and the union, I do think that would go a long way toward addressing and improving uh, the, his legacy and the way that he's viewed by fans. Uh, get him on Twitter at John Hold on, hold on for a second. Yeah. Hold on. I, I need something from JP sure. before we let him go. So, so JP, I, I told Jonas earlier in the show, uh, my wife left town with our eldest daughter. She, she's taken her to the Olympic trials to watch gymnastics, so pretty cool deal for them. Nice. But That's awesome. Well, it is awesome, but what I'm going to miss over the next couple of days is she's not going to yell at me in Italian. And so before you go – since you speak fluent Italian, I would love for you to yell at me in Italian to make me feel not miss her quite as much being gone over the next couple of days so I can feel a little bit more at home. Is it possible? Brady, grazie mille, mio caro amico. Okay, allora, allora, quindi, è più importante di guardare la squadra italiana a questa fine settimana, il, un, una partita più importante contro Austria. Penso che, penso che Ciro Immobile, Ciro Immobile uh, va a marcare un gol per la squadra italiana. Italia va a vincere 2 a 0 contro Austria a Samadhi. Oh, I feel like you, you talked applause. about soccer there. Is that what that was about? Round of applause. <laughs> Should we I'm jump waiting. that? I can't, I, I can't yell at you, my friend. You're, you're my friend. I, 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 so I, I sort of was, it was more of like an encouraging, it was an encouraging, forceful belief about the weekend. So, so okay. tell Alicia I send my regards. And as, and as they say, and she, she will know this too, as they say in Italy to say good luck. You, you never, you never say buona fortuna. That is, that, that's like a, that's like a bad luck omen. Say oh. in boca al lupo, which means in the mouth of the wolf. That is how you wish. Wow. Good luck in boca al lupo. In boca al lupo. Oh, right. al lupo. Okay. Well, listen. In boca al lupo. 
Uh, when, when you say that, that will get you major brownie points at home, my friend. It's All right, I'll keep that in mind. JP, that sounded like a deleted scene from The Godfather. Uh, job well done, as always. <laughs> uh, you, impressive performance. He's the best. Get him on Twitter, at John Morosi. It doesn't matter. Major League Baseball, NHL, Italian soccer, fluid in Italian, you name it, he's got it. A jack of all trades. Uh, JP, we love you, man. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Thanks, JP. Alla prossima. The next time. I can't wait, my friends. It's uh, always great catching up. Thank you so uh, much. I'm so jealous. Ciao. I am so jealous. Ciao. Oh, get out of here. Well, I'm just saying. I can speak a little bit. You know, I, yeah. I listen to my in-laws. All right. Yeah. Very good. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, sorry, don't you don't I, listen to your yeah. in-laws. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, just going to leave that one alone. Somebody may be up already. Uh, all right. Uh, Brady Quinn, uh, coming up next here, uh, it is very obvious. There is a money grab happening in the National Football League. I, I did want to bring up the fact that I have been in a sticky situation before. Um, yeah. And I can kind of relate to what they're going through in baseball. Yeah. So uh, when I was in fifth grade, we played in this uh, this travel football league, this all-star yeah, league, right? And uh, no, no, in all seriousness, was that the we, first time you took PEDs, or was that later no, on? No, no, no. It was the first time, though, I played my brother-in-law, A.J. Hawk. A lot of people didn't oh, know nice. this. They, they all think the Ohio State game was the first time, but we actually played against one another back when we were in this, this all-star league. He was from Dayton, Ohio. I was from Columbus. We were looking for a league to get involved in, and so we would travel to Dayton to play all these teams every single weekend in the fall. And so we basically wiped the floor with everyone but AJ's team. They were the only team that we, that actually ended up beating us, uh, low-scoring game. But we just absolutely demolished every other team. So when it came up to vote for whether or not we'd get back the next year, one of the teams brought up the fact that some stickum fell out of the back of one of our coaches' pockets. So, look, at fifth, in fifth grade, like you're kind of unaware of it being illegal or it being something you shouldn't do. But I remember vividly before games, we would line up and our coach would just walk down and spray all our hands or spray all our gloves <laughs> with stickum. And so we literally got bounced technically because we had used stickum and one of the other teams, you know, ended up finding it after the game. And, and that was what caused us to get kicked or voted out of the league. Uh, so we couldn't go back to that for our sixth grade year. But okay. that uh, that was our sticky situation back when I was younger playing football. All right, here, OK, I have a problem with, with with that part of the discussion when it comes to the NFL, because if you go back to the day, uh, the Raiders, who is it? Was it Dave Casper? I think it was Dave, uh, yeah. Dave Casper or one of the wide receivers for the Raiders back in the day was a notorious stickum guy to where you would put the stickum on your hands and it was basically like glue almost right i mean yeah oh yeah okay danny so it was Bolitnikov. Yeah, fred Bolitnikov. Right. yeah okay so you you put this stuff on your hands and it was just this goo but the ball would how effective was it because i've never had stickum but i heard the ball would just stick there right like it would like if you tried to make a catch it would really it, help it wasn't that significant it would definitely help i think if you had gloves on it would help even more so because the problem is like once it gets on your hands it's tacky for a little bit then almost it ends up being a little slick, and so that becomes a bit of an issue. Okay, um, but so you have to you have to apply more and more on. With the gloves nowadays, though, dude. Oh gosh, uh, what's, you don't I mean, need what's the, anything. What's the difference? You like, don't what need is the difference? Oh, it's amazing. The, the gloves nowadays. I used to. There's a brand called Cutters. I remember when I first got into college. And I saw them, and I, and I actually would, like, test them out, play catch, because I always wanted to try to make sure my receivers had, like, whatever I thought was the best if I was throwing to them. 
And I remember putting on a pair of cutters and catching and going, no one's wearing anything but these. Like they were so <laughs> much better than every other glove that was out there. I would, I would, and usually they weren't, um, they, they weren't, you know, either Adidas or Nike or whatever the, the brand you had to wear at your school. They weren't those. And so you would have to like black out their logo or whatever the case was. But cutters were by far and away the best glove, and it was so unfair. But guys would literally be able to catch with two fingers. Those gloves are so tacky. And, and again, and this all relates back to eventually baseball, where we're, we're, we're so concerned with these pitchers using it. And yet in other sports like football, we've had such big advancements that it almost makes it unfair for the amount of stickiness or grip that you can get from wearing those gloves. But no one says a word about it. Uh, by the way, I'm looking at these cutters online right now. These are hot. These are hot. Oh, yeah. I'm into them. I'm into Just go them. ahead and get yourself a pair. You know, in I case will. you're in the backyard, you're throwing around one of those Nerf Turbo footballs with a whistle. You know, Thank you. Very you'll good. never drop one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that dismissive tone from you. Always makes me feel good. All right. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, it is a money grab in the NFL. Uh, they have been exposed. They are pulling the same shenanigans that other leagues have tried to do. We will get into all of that for you next here. Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein tires. Shipped Fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Redestine test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. 
and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. You know, a lot of leagues lost money or, or every league lost money in uh, 2020, right? Because of the uh, COVID and, and every, That's correct. You know, the shutting down and all that stuff. Well, no, no ticket sales, no concessions. Yeah, uh, yeah they, they lost a lot of money, a lot of revenue in that. Yeah. yeah it's um, so, God, you know, just uh, it must be coincidental that uh, the NFL sent a memo to teams on Thursday saying that they will allow them to wear two different helmets beginning in the 2022 season. All right. So now back in the day, the NFL, they've only allowed one set of helmets, uh, yep. you know, claim for safety reasons. But uh, I, I now, never remember having two. I'll tell you that much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so now they're going to allow them to have multiple helmets. And so you're going to see, you know, possibly uh, the creamsicles for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers oh, back. I, love those. Uh, I know. I know Warren Moon. Uh, he talked about the old school Houston Oiler, uh, Oiler, uh, Oil Derrick helmets, uh, you know, the powder blue, which are my personal favorite from back in the day. The Bengals had some classic. Classics. The Jets and Eagles had some classics. The Patriots uh, helmet back in the day, some classics. But purely coincidental, because I'm sure it'll just be helmets. We're not going to see merch come out with all this stuff and new T-shirts and throwback hats and things like Purely coincidental, Brady Quinn. Definitely not a money grab to try and recoup some of the revenue lost last season at all whatsoever. Well, you know, no, no, no chance of that happening at all here, right? Yeah, look, it's a test. It's a test to the NFL fan base to see if you are willing to spend the additional capital that you have saved up because that's, that's one of the metrics and things that I think they're they're taking into account there's a lot of people who saved they didn't spend quite as much whether there's a, a small business owner uh, and they utilize some of that PPP funds that they received um, whatever the case may be right you couldn't travel couldn't vacation some of those funds were saved up now you got the chance to splurge a little bit, right? Stadiums are back open. You want to show up, make sure you're wearing the right style, that new alternate jersey <laughs> of that new player. Or maybe, you know, you've got one of those cool helmets you can show off and wear around tailgating right. or back at your house. Whatever the case may be, 
there's no doubt the NFL is very well aware that people want to spend. They want to get out. They want to go out and have fun at a game and make sure they're wearing the most updated jersey. And what better by starting this? these alternative jerseys, all these different variations, these throwbacks, helmets on top of it. There's no doubt at all it's a money grab. But I also yeah. think it's a test to see if the NFL fan base will bite on this. Look, I love it. It absolutely is a money grab. Major League Baseball has been doing this for years. Every holiday that comes out, they've got a brand new hat that's a spin on the on the regular hat the team uses. Baseball has been doing this for years. Now, Roberto, our technical producer, he pointed out to me they're doing something different with the All-Star jerseys this year, and they look awful. Roberto, please explain. Well, every every year to the All-Star game, they come out with the, their batting practice uh, jersey that they wear in, uh, and the, the jersey that they wear in the Home Run Derby. Well, this year they're wearing those, a specific jersey for the All-Star game itself, and it is Trash, garbage. <laughs> I, I watch the. I love watching the All Star game. I like watching the the players wear their home or road jerseys in the All Star game. And this is trash, dude. Trash. It, it, it's literally a design just for the All Star game for the first time I think ever that they they've never done this before. Never. And so of course this is the year they just happen to launch this specific All Star jersey. This is this this is leagues trying to get back money they lost last year. Let's just call it what it is: the money grab. Like they're trying to. They're trying to get back some of the revenue they lost last year, Brady Quinn. Well, and you course. and I are on to them. Of course, yeah. I yeah. mean, look, that's also why they decided to exercise the 17th game. That has yeah. a little bit to do with it too, right? Uh, more product out there, more ability to generate revenue, whether it's from their gambling partners or, or for the TV networks. That's part of it. The jerseys are a part of it. Now we're, we're bidding the scouting combine. It's supposed to be about the players, the medical interviews, all that. We're, 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 they're willing to sell everything. I think they're going to yeah. sell the, the, you know, they're sell Roger Goodell's jacket. Yeah, can't sell us though. We can't be bought. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com, and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh oh oh, O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.